0: This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Andy Storch, and I am excited and grateful that you're joining me today for this short solo episode. I want to give you an update on everything that's been going on with my health journey, Uh, particularly with cancer and the treatment that I've been doing. Um, The last time I recorded anything for a podcast was uh, about two weeks ago on January 14th. I recorded a solo episode, uh, which I published on both of my podcasts, so you might have heard it, uh, called My Cancer Journey Part One. And I was just telling a little bit of what I had been going through up to that point, all the uh, pain I'd been experiencing through October, November, and December, and the treatment that I had gone and done. And I think at that point, I was uh, sort of waiting things out. It had been a couple weeks since I had done the um, innovative gene therapy treatment up in Massachusetts, and I was hoping that that was going to work to take care of things. I was still not feeling well, but I wasn't feeling terrible. Uh, I was able to work a little bit each day, um, but I was mostly on the couch, And um, but I felt well enough on that day. The 14th to record that solo interview, uh, that solo podcast episode, which was the first thing I had recorded in, I think, three or four weeks. And I've recorded nothing since then, um, which is unusual for me. You know, for you, if you don't remember podcasts, you're like, okay, well, what's the big deal? Um, I host two podcasts. I'm interviewing people all the time. I'm also being interviewed on other podcasts all the time, especially since I published my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, in November. And uh, there was rarely a day that would go by. Let's say in Q4 of of 2020 that I did not I was not on the microphone um, in some capacity recording an interview for my podcast a solo for this show or uh, an interview for somebody else's show um, and so it's been you know kind of rare for me that basically for the last five weeks I've recorded nothing I've canceled all interviews uh, other than. Uh, that one solo on January 14th, and then this one I'm recording today, uh, which is January 29th. So it's been about two weeks, and uh, a lot has happened in between then. And the interesting thing was I was feeling well enough to sit at my desk and record that solo episode on the 14th. And then later that night, I started, to experiencing, uh, started experiencing some really bad stomach pain uh, to the point where it was difficult to get to sleep, And uh, it seemed like things might be getting worse, but it was just the evening. I wasn't sure if it was something I ate uh, or all the supplements I had taken. I take a lot of supplements, I had taken a bunch together right before bed that evening and thought maybe that could be it too many pills, uh, whatever it may be. Um, But I woke up the next morning just in absolute agony. I got up at five in the morning and I was trying to do my normal morning routine, which uh, those of you who know me know I'm very strict on my miracle morning routine. I do meditation every single morning, followed by uh, taking a walk around the block, doing um, affirmations, reading, writing, uh, all that stuff, and some exercise. And I wasn't able to do hardly any of it. I was laying on the couch just trying to read, and I couldn't do it um, because I was in so much pain. And uh, finally, my wife, Courtney, convinced me to take a painkiller. I'm pretty personally against uh, pharmaceuticals and putting drugs in my body. I try to avoid it as much as possible. Uh, so I hadn't taken any painkillers after the surgery, um, try to stay you know, pretty clean throughout, uh, but I had to take one at that point, and it made me feel a little bit better. But we realized, we talked to some people, and we realized at that point that, you know, the approach I had been taking was not enough. As much as I really wanted to take a natural approach to healing my cancer and healing my body, and I have read lots of books. I've heard about different approaches and people's journeys, and I've been been—I've uh, changed my diet. I've gotten um, all these different supplements. I've been doing all these things uh, to try to heal my body, and uh, it clearly wasn't enough because I was in a ton of pain. And so finally, we called my oncologist and said, we're ready to start the chemotherapy, which she had wanted me to start uh, weeks before, right? But I hadn't done it because I wanted to try some other things first. And, um, so she got us in the, uh, Monday was Martin Luther King day. So it was a holiday. She got us in on Tuesday to the hospital and, uh, I checked in, not an emergency or anything. It came in my own volition with my wife came with me. We checked into the hospital, uh, and we're hoping to start chemo maybe that day. It turned out that I needed a lot of tests and approval, uh, approval from the hospital board there to get it started. And so it ended up being Wednesday night before I finally uh, started the chemotherapy. And, and Tuesday, I got uh, a, what's called a PIC line installed into my arm so I was ready. Um, Wednesday, I did more testing. I did a pulmonary, pulmonary test to check my lungs and my heart strength. I did a, a new CT scan and a brain MRI scan uh, because testicular cancer does tend to spread into the brain. That's what happened to Lance Armstrong. If you've heard his story of the famous cyclist, he was 25 years old when he got testicular cancer and it spread all the way to his brain and he almost died. Um, thankfully, he found some great surgeons at the University of Indiana, I think, and they took great care of him. He went through chemo, all that stuff. Um, I still got to get his book. A lot of people have recommended this book to me. But um, so it, it tends to spread to the brain. Uh, luckily, it turns out uh, the the cancer had not spread to my brain, but it had spread around my stomach, and possibly uh, and my neck, and possibly my armpit and uh, other areas, and my chest. I also had a blood clot in my lung. So they were concerned enough to you know keep me in the hospital and and get me going on the chemotherapy, which uh, started on Wednesday night. Uh, the hospital was great, very comfy. Uh, nurses were so so nice, took such good care of me. Um, we spent Wednesday watching the inauguration, uh, that was January 20th. And, um, uh, interesting enough, you know, for those of you who listen, you know, I run a membership community called the talent development think tank, uh, where we have uh, over 60, almost 70 members now from around the talent development community coming together. And we have a live call every Wednesday. And I had scheduled a call for that Wednesday at noon Eastern, uh, not realizing until the day before that it was, uh, whoops, inauguration day and the exact same time as the inauguration. So I ended up postponing that call. And um, luckily, some other people in the community have kind of taken some of the calls over for me as well. Uh, so there's not as much pressure for me to run things while I am going through this this treatment and this, um, this illness. And uh, so we finally started chemotherapy on Wednesday night late, and I ended up getting it overnight five nights in a row in the hospital. And this was not a pleasant experience. I've got to tell you, some of you have, maybe you have gone through this experience or you've gone through it with a loved one. Uh, and you know that it can be really challenging, especially at night, Jeez. Um, So I didn't get a ton of sleep. But the hospital was, again, was very comfortable. The the nurses were amazing. Everybody was so nice. They let me out. I got outside to take a walk every single day um, to get some uh, exercise and, and keep my body, get out in the sun. Uh, my wife came to visit me every day. My mom came to visit me almost every day. Um, luckily, they all live pretty close. So, and my kids came a couple of the days as well. So it worked out okay, and I got out finally on Monday morning, uh, and uh, so after six days in the hospital, five nights of chemo treatment, uh, I got out on a Monday morning, and I was so happy to be out. I didn't feel good at all. I was starting to really feel the effects of the chemo, You know, you've, whether you've been through it or you've heard about it, you know there's a lot of side effects like nausea, um, hair loss, things like that. I haven't lost my hair yet. Uh, I still have a full head of hair and uh, a really thick beard <laughs> that I've been growing out as my cancer protest beard. Uh, people have been commenting on on social media. so got it on a Monday was not feeling well but I was really happy to be home and uh, sleep in my own bed um, only to find out that uh, I would just be start feeling worse and that sleep would be really hard to come by. I guess that's another side effect of chemo uh, elusive sleep I felt like my body was just crawling. I don't want to get into too many details, but uh, just a, a terrible feeling on that first and second night, um, but it got through it. And um, the third day out uh, Wednesday, which was yesterday, uh, two days ago, no, yeah, the Thursday, yesterday, uh, I was uh, to go back to the oncologist office to start my next dose of chemo. And I got, was just feeling really, 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 really terrible. That morning could barely move. My wife got me to the oncologist's office, and um, she, my oncologist, after waiting for a while, took one look at me and went, Oh my God, what is going on? and took my blood and everything, and the blood was good. Uh, but it turns out she thinks I have uh, appenda not appendicitis, um, pancreatitis. Uh, my pancreas was swollen from all this and causing me a lot of pain. So that was another factor to throw in. So I didn't do the chemo that day, just got hydration, um, pumped me full of fluids, and um, I ended up feeling a little bit better. And then today, earlier today, I went to uh, a woman who runs a, an IV drip clinic here in Orlando where I live and uh, got uh, hooked up with an IV of more fluids and a bunch of vitamins, magnesium B, um, calcium, and a lot of vitamin C. And my goal is to keep going back to her ratcheting up that vitamin C to do a high dose of vitamin C along with the chemotherapy and everything else I'm doing because I've read about Uh, so many benefits of doing that uh, for cancer. So that's where I'm at. And and it ended up with me feeling right now in this very moment, the best I've felt in a week and well enough to sit at my desk, uh, rock the mic and record an updated uh, story for you. And so for those of you who care about me, who follow my story, um, I've been sharing updates on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. And um, I wanted to share an update on the podcast here as well. If you don't know me and you're like, this is your first time tuning in, like, I'm sorry that <laughs> you get to tune in for this this cancer journey. Um, it will continue. This is this is episode two of the cancer saga, my cancer journey part two. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go from here. I'm going to keep doing the chemotherapy to kill the cancer cells. I'm going to keep doing the vitamin C to help my body and my immune system heal. I'm going to uh, keep sticking to a plant-based diet to give and, and focus on getting as many fruits and vegetables into my body on a daily basis to maximize nutrients and let my body heal itself naturally. Um, I'm going to keep meditating every day. I'm going to keep focusing on gratitude every day. So I have a journal and um, I've gotten away from my normal, like during normal times, I keep a a lined, uh, prompted journal. I used to use one called the Freedom Journal by John Lee Dumas. Uh, And then I created my own journal, uh, the Own Your Career, Own Your Life companion journal that came out with the book. Um, but lately I've just been using a an open space journal and every morning I open it up and I write down my gratitude, my gratitude for everything that I have in my life, for everything that's been happening in the past 24 hours, for my wife, for my children, for my family, for my friends, for my supporters, for my followers, for my fans, for you, the listener, um, for everyone who has joined and stayed in the Talent Development Think Tank community that I run, for the way the community has come together to support me and keep the calls going, especially my friends, Bennett Phillips and Tim Hagan, who um, are in the community and have kind of taken things over and rallied people for my friend, Rachel Richards, who started a GoFundMe on my behalf uh, to raise money to help with medical bills. And uh, that GoFundMe campaign is uh, the last. I don't look at it very much because it it makes me feel kind of weird, but Um, it's been passed around so much. And the last time I looked at it was over $20,000, which is just, it's just overwhelming. It's just amazing. Um, it's going to help us so much with everything that, um, we're going through. And I just appreciate it so much. My old company donated, made a big donation. Um, other companies made donations that I don't even know people. Um, I mean lots of friends, but lots of people that I don't even know have, have donated to it. And I just, I'm just so grateful. I'm so thankful. And, um, I like to think that it's a good, it, it's a testament to how great people are and how much I've given and helped other people. And um, it reminds me that once I get through this, I will use this to help others. I will use this to help and inspire others. I will always be looking to help others on their journeys through things like this and, and, and donating to campaigns like that as well. I have been writing down the milestones from this campaign, this journey. I have been writing in a doc, and I plan on turning this into another book because there's so many lessons to be learned from all of this, and um, I like taking people with me on these journeys, and I hope you like coming along. Um, so that's it for today. I hope you like the update, and I want, if you're gonna get anything from this, no matter where you are in life and work, what you do is, number one, putting things into perspective, right? We all have challenges, and I'm not taking anything away from yours. Maybe you've gone through something like this, Um, maybe you just don't like your job right now. Um, and that's okay. Um, but remember there always could be things that could be worse and things can always be better and we can do things to get better. And we always have things that we can be grateful for. What's going on in your life. There are always things to be grateful for family, friends, having a roof over your head, a job, uh, healthcare, whatever it may be, pets, um, anything. There's, there's so much to be the sun rising each day and us being alive. um, You know, the chances of you being alive is just infinitesimal. It's, it's crazy. And uh, there's so much to be grateful for. I am so grateful for this life, for this world, for you, um, for everything. And I appreciate you listening and your support. Uh, Reach out anytime. Um, I have big plans for great things that will be coming in 2021 for my business, from the book, everything. But first I've got to get through this cancer journey And I am focusing on healing myself, taking care of myself and my family, and I hope that you do the same. Cheers. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again and take care.